Hey, Nick. Hey, Jeff. What's going on? I'm getting ready to light up a bishop. I just had myself a gator. Are you guys tired of hearing us say this? We're sick and tired of playing this. We are. And why don't we record it? We just keep doing it live every I time. I don't know. You guys just need to go over to martinascigars.com and pick up some bishops and gators. Yeah. Make us happy. Yeah. We'll stop playing this if you guys yeah. just buy our cigars. Tell you what, we'll make you a deal. What's that? If they go and buy the bishop and gator, we're going to do this podcast for free for them. There we go. Go buy bishops and gators. We ready? Yeah. Okay. Right. Can we start now? I'm starting right now. Right now? Don't. God damn it, Jeff. <laughs> I'm going to kick you right in the that shin. That wasn't even me. Right you in the shin. That. Right in the shin. You shake that all to hell. No, I didn't. Pinky saw it go down. I don't even know what you're talking about. And I, was I was playing right the intro here. to the segment, and he started laughing. Oh. So did Pinky. Well, I can't help that. I can't. When stop. I get started. Okay. You are so cute when you're <laughs> angry. I'm going to set you on fire. Like, like right now. Come on. <laughs> it's like having a really bad Star Wars episode. Uh, all right. Okay. Collect ourselves. Center. And scene. <laughs> Are you ready? Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, doing his jazz hands. Gator. And also joining us for the first time this year, Pinky. Cha-ching. Hey. Hello. What's hey. going on? Hola. I'm so excited you're here. Hey, so, thanks. Yeah. Me too. Pinky's hey. one of our favorite people. Yeah. We drug her out on a Sunday, having a good day, having uh, beers. We're having beers. Sub beers. Well, one of us is having beers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, ironically, she is. It's me, me. It's me. It's yeah, me. Nick and I are drinking tea. <laughs> tea. Anyway, so today we're going to be smoking actually something from Pinky's Selection. We're going to be smoking the Torpedo Sweet Lips, and that comes to us from Tabanero Cigars of Tampa, Florida, down there in Ybor City. Now, if I'm not mistaken, you gifted these to Pinky, did you not? Yes. You did? Yes. And they came in a fantastic box. Fantastic. If you check out yes. the Instagram, you can see a picture of it. It is a beautiful box. Did you fuzz out part of the box for Instagram? Well, we didn't. Just so you don't get your picture taken We down. didn't take a picture of that. <laughs> well, yeah, the you're the one who took the picture. What do you, wait a minute. I was saying, you're the one who took the picture. You saying, know what was. You're going to put a black bar over it. Well, see, we'll post the picture you took, and then I'm going to take a picture of when the boxes, the lid is lifted. Page, yes. There we go. So, what we should announce what my handle is. Oh, we have been. Okay. Oh, Oh, I saw that. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, check out my page if you want to see when the when the box top is lifted. And again, it's Pinky Smokes Cigars. That's true. There you go. So, yeah. So, we're going to be smoking the uh, Torpedo Sweet Lips. It is a torpedo featuring a Nicaraguan wrapper. An Ecuadorian binder. Piggy's getting hers out of the cellophane. Oh. Gator paid me to do this. <laughs> you know. Mine's already out. I know. You used yours for the photo, so yours was out. I thought I was going to get away from this, but okay. And then uh, features a um, uh, filler made up of Nicaraguan and Colombian tobaccos. So, yeah. So. It's good. All right. Well, I'm looking. And this is a small this. shop down in Ybor City. Yeah, this is. We had uh, the owner of this place on our on our show from Ybor, uh, Yanko. Yanko. And um, 
he he's got he was a great. Very little, excited to talk to you. By the he's way, got I a set up that interview. Great right little now. operation down there. Yeah, it and really everything. does. So no. Well, Yanko, you do very good work. This is a, a new favorite of mine. All right. Well, it's time that we go ahead and prepare to cut the cigar. And the official cutting is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Oh, I have eyes on the cutter, Bjorn. Jeff has got the uh, the official cutter from Bjorn. I do. So. Our man Dan over there at Riverman, he has a lot of different cigars that you're going to want to try. Everything for your humidor from $4 all the way up to $100 with that Saka Unicorn that uh, our buddies Al and Melissa over on the Good Cigar just recently smoked. And they bought it from Dan the Man in Riverman. There you go. So, guys. Al, he's a cool guy. And you know how they got it from, from Dan? Coming up for your event? No, because oh. Dan does mail order. And you can call Dan over at Riverman, and he will take the order right there on the phone and ship it out to you in a nice little package. He, he always puts together a nice little gift package with, with little extra bonuses on top of the cigars that you purchase from him. So, guys, Dan, he's an awesome guy. I keep emphasizing this. You just need to call the man up and order your cigars. So when you're in the St. Louis area, go buy Dan over at Riverman. If you're not in the St. Louis area, call up Dan and get an order. And otherwise, just shop Riverman Cigar Company. Yeah. And if you're not shopping Riverman, shop a brick and mortar. Exactly. Yeah. So, anyway, with that, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. Do you need a cutter? I do. <gasps> I didn't. You're the gator of this episode. <laughs> hey, wait. I think you think I should be offended by that, but I'm not. Actually. Thank you. Do- oh, man. I'm not. You want to use the Bjorn cutter? Or you want to use his big fancy? I'll use yeah. the big fancy. I'm going to V-cut. I'm feeling a little extra. You can V-cut these. These straight. V-cut oh. very well. There we go. I went straight cut. Well, there we go. Cold draw time. Correct. Are you wanting to V-cut? Yes. Okay, then yes, that's correct. Okay. So, yes, cold draw time. Oh, son of a... You need I'm help? Okay. Yeah, I'm fine. It's okay. It I'm work? fine. It's fine. Everything's it's good. Fine. It's good. It's good. <laughs> I thought there was going to be a cigar-related injury there for a second. <laughs> there might be. Just We're good. Ignore We're good. me. Okay. <laughs> I have up? smoked a cigar before. I Did promise. It come apart? No. Okay. It was a nice okay. clean cut. Okay. Good. Yeah. The cutter. The cutter wouldn't finish. <clears throat> ah. So I was afraid it was going to jack up the cigar. Oh, okay. That's she, what she said. She <laughs> <laughs> cigar just cutter just wouldn't finish. So it is a sweet tip cigar. So needless to say, on the cold draw. It's sweet. It's Wait, sugar. It's a, well, um, uh, hold on. What? Are you not a I sweet I have to tip collect thing? myself. What? It's a sweet tip cigar. Does he not? You know where this is going. I have an idea where this is going. So, pi- so Pinky. <laughs> I'm very concerned. I um, offered to bring a cigar. And it's a sweet tip. And he said, oh, no, 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 no. We're not doing sweet tips. We're not promoting that with Pinky. We're not doing sweet tip cigars. I said I wanted to branch you out. He did. Bit. But then she offered last night about, you know, when I asked about coming on the show, if uh, we wanted to do these. And at first I was like, well, you know, I don't want to. And then today when I was looking through my cigars at home, I realized that the only one I have three of is the uh, EP Carrillo uh, Pledge, which is the... Um, most full-bodied and strongest cigar they've put out yet, and I was Why like, would you yeah. do that? And I was like, you know, that probably wouldn't be good." So I no. chose no, not to. He ripped me a new one because I I offered I to bring not sweet tip rip cigars. You a new one? I you just said I did me. not. All I said was that no. Oh, we'll find something else. And you found another sweet tip cigar. <laughs> I mean, 
I wouldn't think he had Oh, well, fine. let's I'll, do that. I'll also say this. I happen to know that this is a really high quality sweet tip cigar. I don't know what you bought. I bought it could have been something from a gas station. No, no, they're actually not. I bought them from a legit store and they're they're good, but that's okay. Well, I'll we'll keep, keep it them, on the radar for I'll next keep time. keep them to myself. Okay, then. I'll share with you, Pinky. Roger that. All right. Well, screw you, Bishop. Nick does not look at all mad about this. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm living my best life right now, Jeff. So I'm going to go ahead and light up. So, you know, it's usually at this point karma gets him, so he's going to burn a hole in himself or something here. I'm actually wearing the whole shirt. Oh, yes. That way, in case I do burn I a hole that. in my shirt. Da, 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 yeah. That way, in case I do burn a hole in my shirt, I already have one. <laughs> do we only have one lighter today? Do you seriously need a lighter, too? I did not bring my bag because I brought the box. Thank you. you three lighters. I know. I brought okay. three lighters. <laughs> because, but and, and I didn't think I needed three lighters. For the record, I'm normally very prepared. Yeah, that's why I'm really surprised right now. But I right intentionally now. did not bring... My other bag, because I had a lot of other gear. Did you guys even do a cold draw? Because I did. I did, and it tasted like uh, sugar. sugar tip. Yeah, yeah. It was that. It was really sweet. Oh, that's good. Well, it's a good cigar. It is. I'll tell you, there were so many of these really cool little places down in Ebor. Pinky, have you been down there? Been to Tampa? Um, passing through. Okay. You, it's a destination for a cigar smoker. It's a must, must do. Sign me up. Yeah, because I mean, there. Am I lying when Trust I say me. there was Southwest a cigar Airlines store? has been sending me emails begging me to come back down there? So like, yeah, there's a very real possibility at some point I'm back down there. Very. Oh, soon. I'm all in. Yeah, I, I, that is my new favorite place. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's good. This is this is good so far. It, it's it. I mean, you get the sugar tipped, obviously. Yeah. But it's kind of creamy. Yeah, and I just did the retro hail. Yeah. Try that. It's a unique flavor. It's maybe a little hint of pepper on the retro hail. Yeah, it's almost peppery, but not, not. very, but yeah, like a little bit. You gonna try it, Pinky? Negative. Negative. Do you Negative. remember what happened last time? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was kind of hoping you'd do it. I almost again. Uh, <laughs> <Same here. laughs> this is the talk that makes me want to come back frequently. Remember that last time you almost died? Let's do that again. Yeah, that was <laughs> fun. That was a good time. It wasn't quite that bad. I mean, people hear me hack my lungs up on this show all the time. It's true. So Shoot, I, I coughed four or five times on the last show just because I was accidentally inhaling. I don't know if there wasn't enough air circulation. Yeah, you had something going on last yeah. week. And, like, it, it was almost like I'd blow the smoke out and it would just hang and then I'd oh. end up, you know, sucking it back yeah. in and, you know, coughing on it. It was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. So, Pinky, it's been a couple months since you've been on. It has. Maybe, yeah, November? probably about a couple months. November. Early, it was early mm-hmm. November. Yep. So, yeah, so, you know, we've gone through the holidays and everything. And it's so, not from your lack of trying. No, it's not. But, you know. Finally ran out just, of excuses. <laughs> No. You can only wash your hair so many times. Right. The, the holidays, <laughs> remote learning, it's been a challenge scheduling-wise. So, yeah, I, figured, so. I figured we'd catch up with Pinky here for a minute. So how, how were the holidays? They were nice. Yeah. They were nice. So pre-COVID, my life was crazy in terms of scheduling, and I was out five or six nights out of the week. It was very busy, and I, I loved it, or I thought I loved it. And then... 
when COVID hit and I was forced to slow down, well, now I'm totally embracing that piece of it. And so the holidays were probably, as with most people, were the least crazy they've ever been for me. And I love it. It It was very relaxing. I think we are going to have a very hard time getting people back into the grind that they had become so accustomed to a year ago at this time. Yep. Yeah. I, I can't do it. I admit that. I can't go back to 60-hour weeks. I don't I necessarily can't. have a desire to. Correct. It's not even yes. necessarily like a physical, like, I can't do it. It's, I don't want to. I don't to. want to. Like, I've I've yeah. kind of pared my life down a little yep. bit, and I'm kind of okay with that to a degree. Yeah. And for someone yeah. like me, people would have previously said, like, you'll yeah. never enjoy. Yeah. Shit, pinky. Oh, bleep it. I'll bleep it. I'll bleep it. I'll bleep it. Uh, <laughs> you just doubted yourself. I, son of a bitch. <laughs> People would have never guessed that I would enjoy the slow life. That's not the life I lived. It's not what I enjoyed. And now that I've tasted it. But don't, do you think that learning to smoke cigars and embracing the uh, cigar lifestyle has helped with that? 100%. I, I think that's might be entirely responsible for that. Yeah. The reason I didn't like My the slow God. life before is because I didn't, I didn't enjoy not having something to do. Yeah. I define yeah. myself by my productivity, and so I had to be going and doing things to it, feel it, good about myself. It, it's weird you say that, and and I don't mean this like sexist or however it's probably going to come off, but that's something I hear guys say a lot, but it's not something that I've necessarily heard women say. So are, are they kind of battling that same demon where, you know, again, guys always basically, our self-worth is based on go, what go, we go. do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's how you're wired. I don't necessarily think it's gender specific. I think it's, you're just either wired to constantly be busy and proving yourself to yourself or whoever. Yeah. Or you've learned early on that the slow life is a good life. I'm pretty good with the slow life. I'm getting there. And so that's how, that, that, yeah. yeah. I and I too. wasn't before. Same. Yeah. Yep. So I, I enjoyed it. It was. Now, I've obviously noticed that so we live... In the St. Louis area, and the weather is not fun. I don't. Yeah. Ha- I don't have a smoke den <laughs> that I can. Now you have come over yes. and experienced. I was the first. You were the only guest so far. Okay. And that's amazing. I mean, so you've experienced yes. tent life. Yes. So it- like, guy. I mean, okay. This is going to be Pinky's uh, PSA for tent life here, guys. Um, we've 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 been directly responsible for. I can say at least the sale of. Four tents, I think. At least four tents. At least. And it's well um, worth it. And and so like what's your opinion of the of the tent? Well, I'm a I'm a person I'm very functional, yes. right? And that tent serves exactly the function it needs to serve. It's a great size. It was warm. You know, mm-hmm. I was worried about that. Mm-hmm. I get very cold very easily. It was perfect. And I mean not, we, to, not to mention if you dig a hole in the middle of it you can fish. Yeah. You could, and I do fish. I mean, <laughs> I've never ice fished, but I you fish. know, not off my deck, but oh, true, true. Nonetheless, but you should put a koi pond underneath, and that way you really could. No, now you got something. No. Well, he put the tarp down to help keep. The yeah, air, I'm trying to keep airflow, airflow out, out from correct. coming yeah. up. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, so like, I feel like you should do a, a tu- like a virtual tour. Oh, there's there's not I a lot could. necessarily to show, except you could do some 3D pictures, and people need to see it. If you, it's it's yeah. an experience. Yeah, but and the, the I, I want to go people back. People need to step up and sponsor that. Um, but like you and I were both in there, plenty with, of room with the table, plenty of room, and everything. 
wasn't tight, wasn't I no. mean you it's not like we were like on top of one another like, nope. you know, or anything like that. Space And it was Jeff. not and you were wise. You <laughs> Space wise, I, I, I knew. I so. was being polite. You were worried about it being too smoky. I was. I, did, I, didn't I was think worried was. about the ventilation. I, I was worried with, about that with two you people. You thought with as two well. people in there, it might be much. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was worried about that as well for you guys. Nope. No, was, I agree. And um, it was wonderful. That I, was a good night. I will say, I even since um, purchased a fan that clips to the to the. Uh, I saw that window, on Instagram. And um, we'll pull smoke out and everything. Now, I'm thinking about getting a second one and putting it at the corresponding opposite window that blows in to try and blow the air, try and create that airflow. that airflow, try and push the air in one direction and then have the fan at the window pulling out, you know, so we kind of create that. I'm I'm thinking about it. Because the fan that I bought was only like 28 bucks. You realize he tried to invite me over to have the three of us in the tent, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think is going to be too close to quarters. If I took that table out, I think we'd be fine. I agree. I think it would if, be I, fine. if I were to go into yes. the house and get a TV would, tray to put the ashtray on, you know. Or like, my baseball table. Or I'm your baseball, you, ta- baseball exactly. table. Exactly. Just just a smaller fold. table, <laughs> mm-hmm. just big enough for maybe the, the ashtray. In the tent, would we be closer than we are right now around this little round no. table? No, I think, no, I think I, it would be. I think it would be probably right about this what size. We, what okay. we are right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, that's a great. I mean, it's genius. I, I, I know. I love it. I mean, did he I tell you he had to it. activate his medic alert when he fell and couldn't get up on the deck? I cringed when I read that text message. Yeah, I texted her about it. And I'm not a very that. empathetic person. I'm when just going to put No that. offense. God <laughs> love you. You're like a buck five sopping wet. How uh, were you How were you going to come over and pick him up? I didn't text her for help. Oh. <laughs> I, I texted her the same thing I texted you, which was, I just busted my fucking ass on the deck. And I like Nick a lot, but if I would have got that text, I would have been like, well, that sucks. Yeah. You're going to freeze to death, brother. Sorry about Where, you. Where's the lock to your cigar cabinet? Yeah, I know, right? Well, no, that's the problem, and and we've covered this already. But that that's the problem. It was it was just me and my four year old son at the house. So like, if I had fallen and hit in my head, You'd you know, froze to death. Wow, it, it could have gotten really. But it's bleak. amazing how different it was. So I told you I was at my friend's house that night. Yeah, it was New Year's Eve, right? Yep. And yep. we walked home from her house, and we didn't have any of that. And yeah. as you. Noted in your text message to me, my driveway is at a slope, so I had it frozen. Oh over. yeah, you would have never made it home. <laughs> we would have, yeah, you'd have been never been stuck home. at the end of the driveway, just like looking longingly at your house. Like I see it, I just can't get, can't to, get it. to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think was it the day before we were going to record, and I called Nick, and I'm like, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to make it, and he's yelling and screaming at me on the phone because everything up here, he thought I was making it up. Like everything up here was dry as it could be. And where I was down in Perry County in Pinckneyville and Sparta area, it was a sheet of ice. Yeah. Mm. Like it had blown through, but just went south of the Metro East here in St. Louis. Now, we talked about your Christmas gift a little bit <laughs> on the show. <laughs> yes. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, we did. We talked briefly about it. And my first thought was, yeah, how, you're fir- yeah, how can so, I turn this into my so own yeah, so personal we're, we're talking. Den. We're talking about you know my ice tent, but you got yourself your own little kind of tent going on well what's interesting is i didn't ask for it for christmas my husband did so we have a we have a son who plays an outdoor sport and my husband asked for one of those individual pods yeah pods kind of like you see the guys in the chick-fil-a drive-thru wearing whenever it's raining yes okay 
Um, <laughs> except a little on a little bigger scale. Well, yeah. They've so got my the husband little, you know, put that on his Christmas version. list, and my in-laws bought that for him, and they decided, well, if, you know, he has one, she needs one. So I we opened this together, and my husband's very excited to use this for, for sports, and my yeah. mind just, and he just looks at me, and he's like, I know what you're thinking. No, you can't use it for <laughs> Well, you can. You can. You can. It's not when he's home. Well, <laughs> but it's not, it's not insulated. No, it's not so insulated. So it would still be very, you very warm yourself cold, around you know. your cigar. Huh? Warm yourself around your cigar. I don't know if it it doesn't generate that much heat. Yeah. I've done that in the garage. It, it doesn't generate <laughs> that tried. much heat. I've tried. That's why I got the insulated ice. But tent. don't think that I haven't tried three or four different ways to have a setup at my house <laughs> that might work for yeah. this. Well, now you have um, you have a fire pit, though. I do. And that generates some heat. It does, but unless you're like laying on it, it's yeah. not. Oh, it, it, you're still you even know, your back sitting is close. Cold. To, it, I yeah. see. Okay, okay. Like we're in this outdoor space right now with the space heat. We are top shooters on the uh, on the patio here. But it works because you've got the ceiling. It, it's still relatively it's, enclosed yeah. for being still an outdoor yeah. space, and yeah. you don't have that in my backyard with the fire pit. So, mm. but I, I unfortunately it has affected my frequency of cigar smoking because it's not yeah. I, I, you know i've i went out on my porch <laughs> a couple weeks ago to smoke just a little cigarillo and it was miserable mm-hmm. yeah. my fingers were it was just i can't it was so it's cold. gonna be back up in the 50s this week <gasps> is it really yep. i think I'm it's terrible uh, thursday keeping, friday terrible at keeping up with weather well so you'll get better at it as you start smoking mm-hmm. more <laughs> yeah you will <laughs> that's the thing i, I never, believe that i never used to care about outside I mean I cared but like I never used to really truly care about outside temperature in terms of sitting outside until I started smoking cigars and you know I I probably I'll admit cigars have done wonders for me in terms of enjoying outside space agreed yeah like Same. I was I was very much an indoor individual up until I started smoking cigars. Yeah, I needed the comfort of air conditioning. Yeah, yes. and you know, yep. it's like my my rule in life was, you know, like I will not sweat my own house. Meaning, like you know, in the winter time, I don't want the heater cranked up so much that I'm sweating. But in the summertime, I don't want the air conditioning cranked down so much that I'm sweating. And I'll tell you what, since I started smoking cigars, it's like, you know, I'll sit outside on a warm summer day and kind of maybe be a little little uncomfortably hot but as long as i've got something cold to drink and i'm sitting in the shade i'll, I'll put up with it for a cigar yep and then in the winter time yeah you know what maybe it's a little chilly to sit out there in like 50 degree you know temperature and everything but it's better than sitting outside in 40 degree temperature and mm-hmm. hell now that i got the ice tent it's a game changer it, i mean i'm yes. set and ready so yeah it's crazy that's awesome so what are you guys getting on your stick deliciousness mm-hmm. <laughs> is that a thing? Is a really good cigar it is these guys do make quality thanks nick for my entire box of it's, them. it's very well constructed um i bought a dirty shirt there it it you did buy a dirty shirt i did buy a dirty shirt there it seems like it burns quick well like, yours does like i mean jeff and i are still yeah yeah what's how up is, with that I, well you took your band off so like let's we're about the same. I got a, I got a half inch on you. You got ma- maybe yeah, a I mean, in more yeah. ways than one. Hey now, hey now, hey now, hey now. <laughs> um, but yeah, you took your band off, so it's kind of hard to tell exactly where you're at. But yeah, um, I don't know. It just seems to it seems to combust quickly. But it's a, it's a good cigar. It's it's a real mild, mellow smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of not creamy. really your wheelhouse. I wouldn't think. Yeah, it's a breakfast smoke for me. Yeah. Oh, 
This is this is right where I want to be. This is the cigars that I like. Same. And occasionally I'll throw in a spicy one. Like like on the show last week, I talked about the uh, Passion from uh, yes. Martinez. Good, spicy little cigar. But it's not one that I smoke all the time, but it is one I had this past week. So. Yes. Yeah, this is this is right right in my wheelhouse right Right here. in your wheelhouse. And even the sugar tip doesn't bother me. I don't mind the sugar tip. I don't, I don't mind that every once in a while. Something different. Exactly. So, Change it up a little bit. Well, why don't so I have a scale? Okay, right. We've it's talked true. a little bit about this, but we, we haven't talked about it on the podcast. We have not talked about it on yeah. the podcast. So, for people who aren't familiar, so I've been smoking cigars since quarantine started, so mm-hmm. probably mid March ish, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and I do have the sugar tip that I like. So, in my mind, I sort of categorize cigars now by when I would smoke them next. So, this is a really good cigar. So, I would say I'd smoke that again tomorrow. Okay. And then I've had some where it's good, but I'm not going to be clamoring for it. So, like, I'd smoke that again next month. Okay. Then I've had just one or two that I smoked it. I sort of did what I needed to do. Probably not going to get it again. I'll smoke that on uh, June 31st. (laughs) There you go. Or as I call it, uh, February 30th. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Same concept. Not okay. again. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, that's fair. That's that's fair. It's the pinky scale of greatness. And yeah. you're tracking this in yes. such a way yes. that you know. Yes. Okay. Well, you know, that's so good. I had the app that yeah, you have to do sort of this background scanner. way to get this now. Yeah. Um, and so I have a digital way that I'm tracking all of my nice. cigars. You know, I'm mm. spreadsheet. I'm a, oh, no, I know. I'm a nerd you're, at heart. You're, you're an organized tracker. I know yeah. that. So, so. Yeah. Well, very cool. You know what we should do What's for the that? next cast with Pinky? We should get the tricky track and let her have a go with that thing. Oh, Jeff. Be kind of funny. It would be. <laughs> that cigar actually pulled a knife on me and tried to shank me. Oh. Yeah. I love that cigar. So here's... I'll try but anything it's, once. That's it's my a motto. a little much for Jeff. But I love, I love that cigar. So, What's it called? The Tricky Tracker. Yeah, we did it on the show once. Sign me up. Oh, it's brutal. Okay. It's well, all right, folks. You heard it. <laughs> next time oh, Pinky's Pinky. on. I was joking. Next time Pinky's on, we're going to have a Mikarita Tricky Tracker oh all set God. and ready for her. Hey, that's going to be Smoker's Choice that day because I'm not smoking <laughs> that again. <laughs> I liked that cigar. I know you did. Yeah. That may be a show just for the two of you. Get me set that one fun. out. That'll be fun. We'll get together in the, the smoke den. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There you go. You have my blessing. Go for it. <laughs> nice. Oh. That'll be fun. Well... I have cigar news. Okay, then. Why don't we get into that? So I'm going to start this off. Um, the TAA has canceled their 2021 show due to COVID-19. The Tobacconist uh, Association of America convention has been canceled due to the COVID-19 pandemic. This is the second TAA show shut down by the coronavirus, as last year's convention was also canceled. Is that the former ICPCMO? No, this is the TAA. This is the tobacco. I'm getting this. Yeah, I'm so lost. So the TAA is normally scheduled for April 11th through the 15th, in, in, or it had been scheduled for April 11th through the 15th in the Dominican Republic. This is a different different. Oh, whole different group, thing. Whole different group. Uh, and uh, the show is now going to be held virtually on March 23rd. The TAA is made up of 79 retailers covering 244 stores across the United States. And each year, many manufacturers create special cigars that are only sold through member stores. Okay, I've had some TAA cigars. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think Diebels is one of their members. If yes, I'm not mistaken. they are. Yeah. And um, so, so the way it, you know way it works, TAA meets typically in the spring, and it's a like 
I don't know. It's a very small group of, of retailers. Then you have the PCA um, that used to be the IPCPR. Okay. And they have the big trade show in July. And um, there's that, no word on that one yet. No, there's no. I, I don't think we're. I think that one is still kind of. I don't know what's going on with that one, to be honest. Okay. And then TPE is scheduled for mid-May in um, Vegas. Okay. So that's. But that's Tobacco Plus Expo. That's you think like, we have any shot of any of these actually <sighs> happening? I'm not going to lie. I'm a little concerned. Give us the Pat Robertson here. Pat Robertson, I'm a little concerned about TPE. Yeah. I I could maybe see PCA getting pulled off in July, assuming it actually is even supposed to happen. I mean, you know, last year there was a lot of concerns and questions leading up to it. And then um, with Corona, they went ahead and canceled it. Yeah. But, I mean, remember all the, the big four had pulled out of it and everything like that. Yeah. And so, I mean, it was struggling to you know, get off the ground even before coronavirus. And then when coronavirus hit, it just got even weirder. So realistically... Pinky, wandered off and taken selfies. I know, Have you I know. That? But that's okay. <laughs> but... Um, well, so, with, all, with all the acronyms, you sound a little bit like government agents. I'm not going to no. The T-T-P-R-I-S-T-L-N-E. <laughs> She's telling Nick to uh, S-T-F-U. Anyway, so... All right, we're going to move Are on. Are you still talking? I know, right? It was announced that um, in a press release from United Cigar Group that Foundation Cigar Company is going to produce the 2021 Firecracker. It's the Wise Man Maduro Firecracker. Um, like the other cigars in the summertime limited edition line, it's being released in a three and a half inch long 50 ring gauge Vitola featuring a Mexican San Andreas Maduro wrapper, a Nicaraguan Corojo uh, binder, and Nicaraguan fillers from Jalapa and Esteli. You can really taste the Esteli. You can taste the Esteli. Production is limited to 500 boxes that will begin to ship in June and be available through United Cigar Retailers. And so that's obviously a big deal for... Um, uh, Dave Garofalo and two guys, yeah. two guys Cigars. So, you know, they always do the uh, the firecracker, and I think they unveiled that actually on Saturday Cigar Authority. So They did, actually. Yep. I so listened. That, it'll be fun. I like I like Foundation Cigars, so that'll be nice. Yep. You know, I, I got the box of Perdomo that one usually, uh, firecrackers like last firecracker. year. It's, it's a little one, and it's even got it. a little wick on it. Oh. Like a little, you know, thread of tobacco that comes off the end. Tobacco of it. tail. It's, it's kind of neat. So, but it's usually a very strong, kind of powerful, oh. you know, cigar. It's firecracker. Yeah, it's cute. Those were the wings I had today. Firecracker. You did wings? You had oh the firecracker yeah, the sauce. firecracker sauce. And then finally, former Nat Sherman Vice President Michael Herklotz and former VP and Chief Financial Officer Brennan Scott have formed a new company that has purchased the rights to Nat Sherman's old cigar brands. Bully for them, Ferio Tego. LLC acquired the brands from Altria, which had owned them as part of Nat Sherman since 2017. The brands include Timeless, Metropolitan, Epoca, and the Ancora line of cigar accessories. Herklotz and Scott also plan to create a uh, Tago cigar, which will start as a limited edition. That cigar should hit the shelves in spring, while Metropolitan and Timeless will be arriving by the summer and other brands to follow later. 
and the company is named for the Herklotz family motto, which loosely translates to strike and defend. Oh, I like that. I so do. there you go. Now, so when is he coming back on? And that's the because that's our man. That right is there. that is the question because we just had Michael on the show not too terribly long ago, talking about you know kind of the closure of Nat Sherman and I everything. contend it's one of our best interviews that you've ever done. And uh, uh, the day that that was announced, I immediately messaged him and said, "Congratulations! When are you coming back?" Yeah. <laughs> and so he uh, he's he's agreed that he's going to come back very very soon. I tried to get him that night, actually, but he said, I'm probably going to be a little drunk. So <laughs> he, they were having a family party to celebrate and everything, and I don't blame him one bit. That. So um, I think it's a great thing. He's going to be a great ambassador for that company. I'm, I'm glad he's sticking with cigars and everything. And so this is going to be a big deal. So I'm really happy. And from all accounts, the cigars are going to stay the same. So like, you know, how he had um, some that were made by Casada, some that were made by Davidoff, you know, and everything. Those, as far as uh, all the accounts are saying, those uh, cigars are going to still stay made by those those factories. That's awesome. So there should be pretty much no difference to the cigar with the exception of, you know, how before it had that little band that said, you know, made exclusively for Nat Sherman. Yeah. Now it's just going to say made exclusively for... Uh, Ferio Tego. So good deal. Yeah. I'll tell you what. He, I could sit and listen to him talk about cigars for hours because he's one of the people that has just blown me away with the amount of knowledge that he has. He, he's forgotten more about cigars than I'll ever know. Yeah. He's a, he's a smart cat. And I know that he, um, he's going to have to hit the ground running with this new company. And I think he has every intention of doing so. And, I mean, it's probably good that it happened this year and not last year, you know, kind of things are going to be opening up, you know, knock on wood, and uh, he can uh, get out and get working the way he needs to work with a new brand. But I I think he'll do good. I think he didn't hit any wood there. Well, you know, it'll be all right. Okay. (laughs) There she goes. So, anyway. We've all got to be careful. We all have to hit the wood. God. So that's Cigar News. That's awesome. No, I'm really excited for Michael. That's awesome. I'm excited for him, too. And I, you know, he said he was going to, I knew something was in the works. He wouldn't tell us. No, though. he wouldn't tell us. But, but you know, we had talked about, we were talking about him coming and, uh, you know, uh, coming to St. Louis. And he made some comment about, you know, yeah, I'll come out there and have a cigar with, you know, you guys and Dan over at Riverman. And I'm like. Now, why would he be come to St. Louis? I'm like, that implies some sort of sales or travel. And I'm like, okay, you know, why? who's he coming on with? But but we point blank asked him. We uh, did. Jeff just all lost his ash all You got to give himself. me credit, though. I, I was, you got like halfway through the cigar yeah, before that happened. That was That's true. Ash. It was um, a good ash. But, you even snuck a picture of that, didn't you? I did. I, I caught you doing that. But yeah. he, um, you know, but we point blank asked him about, you know, are you interested in purchasing Nat Sherman? And, um, you know, he gave a really good, valid answer as to why he wasn't. So, he was very political I'm, about saying I'm answer. very curious as to, you know, kind of how things change, maybe how some of those concerns that he brought up in that answer have been addressed and that sort of thing. And I don't know. I'll be curious to, this to talk with him This cat's not going to do anything without a plan. So, Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. So, well, anyway. There you go. That's awesome news. Well, very cool. So what's... Uh, you know, going back to the cigar, since you've just lost half of it on the ground there. I did. Um, that what, party fouled. What are, what are we thinking about Let's this start cigar? with Pinky. It, it might be one of my new favorites. My first non-Drew Estate favorite. Yeah. Now it's this, good. And it's the Tabanero Torpedo Sweet Sweet Lips. 
I think so. What's the Makeda that's on the? I, I you know or Masita. Well, Tabanero is the shop that sold it, and the band is me. beautiful. So I'm assuming that the Makeda is maybe the uh, maybe it's like a brand underneath uh, Tabanero. Tabanero, I guess. I don't. No, know. no, I'm showing my ignorance. I'm going to admit it's you a 54 know. by five. It is. It's a 54 by 5. Yeah. It's a oh, good it's, little stick. It's like a fat, fat little Robusto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it now when you said it's well constructed. I get that. Yeah. Like they it. they do a nice job. They do. And they make them there in the shop. They correct? do. They yeah. make them there in the shop and they make their own boxes. So like, yeah, which I think guys, is really when cool. you look at the picture of this box, I mean, part, I'll be honest. I know it's this, uh, you know, look, I would have brought you back sweet, sweet tips cigars anyway, but the box is what sold me in. on this I can thing. see that. I mean, this is not your normal cigar box. No. This is a, a very different looking box. It has a very interesting locking mecha- mechanism on the top. And um, just the artwork on it and everything. It just, it was a really neat little box. And I just kind of felt the need to uh, to purchase it. And I feel like it's very me. Don't you? Topless chick riding down a, on a bomb. <laughs> on a bomb. Yeah, I was... I don't. I don't know if I see that with you, but you know. You know the funny part is, I maybe actually, I'm learning more about you I than was, I do. You I know? actually pulled back the reins on that one, but you just <laughs> plowed right Nick through. Just, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I know? was going to give her a pass. I don't know. I was thinking. I think more. we need another bucket of beer out here, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I was coming at it for more unique. It's not that I'm hand constructed. <laughs> I don't know. Just it's no, fun. It's it, fun. No, it it's a fun box. It is a it is a <laughs> aren't they all? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very different cigar box, and I you know it's the kind of box that um, even when you're done with the cigars, it's you, a neat. You're bo- not going to want to get rid of. No, that. it's a neat Mm-mm. box to have around for like change or tchotchkes or whatever kind of little thing that you 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 know yes. need a little box like that for yeah you know so it was one that i want i figured you'd want to hang on to for lord knows what else but anyway. well and i'm of the belief that anybody who puts this much thought and detail into the packaging mm-hmm. you know they have a quality product mm-hmm. that's my impression yanko makes some good cigars um because this is not the only cigar from him that I purchased that day. I mean, I bought myself oh, same a, here, yeah. a nice big sampler of, of his other cigars, and I've smoked a number of them since we've been back from uh, Ybor City in Tampa. I and can't say that I got a bad cigar in Ybor City. Of all the ones that I've bought from yeah. down there, and I don't even know which shop it was that I purchased it from, because, again, I bought a lot of different cigars from a lot, like big variety packs and everything. I think I've only had maybe one that was kind of plugged up, Mm. And I can't even tell you what shop that came from. Yeah, but, yeah. I haven't had any issues with any. All of them. All of them have been really, really good. Different, you know. The ones that I bought from like Long Ash are different than the ones that I bought from Tabanero yep. and and you know that sort of thing. So, yeah, it's it's like there's there's definitely differences amongst the products and everything down in Ybor City, but they're all really, really good. Yeah. So and it's just fun. Like every block has a cigar shop. Or two. Yeah. You know, and it's it's probably 25% of the businesses on that strip in Ybor City are cigar-related. Cigar. It's crazy. Yeah. It's really it's cool. Just, and people are just walking down the street, just smoking. You know, you go by um, King Corona, 
and they're sitting out front. It's it's like a King Corona is like a coffee shop, but it has a bar and they serve um, not just drinks, but they serve food and like coffee Cuban sandwiches and, and things, Cuban, co- and mm-hmm. Cuban coffees and things like that. So you can go there for lunch. You can sit out front, and, and hell, you can sit inside. Have your your you know Cuban sandwich and your cigar and your and your you know cafe con leche and just yeah. sit and chill out. And, and it's so much and, fun to and watch and the people enjoy the there. day. The people watching there was I just love phenomenal. people watching. Yeah. yeah. I wrote, a, I wrote a paper in college and, uh, on, it was for my communications class on people watching. Now, this is pre-9-11, so you could go, so I would go to the airport mm-hmm. and sit at the gate and just people watch. You know, I was talking really? to somebody cool. about that not too long ago, and I don't remember how it even came up, but it was kind of one of those, um, you know, I'm trying to think. Oh, I was talking to Dan. Dan was t- asking, uh, there was a group of us over at Riverman, and we were talking about teachers. And he asked a question of how many teachers, looking back over all the teachers you encountered from from kindergarten all the way up through your last year of college, you know, you encounter, what, maybe like 100 different individuals, you know, by the time Mm -hmm. it's all said and done. How many of those would you say just really just made a huge impact and and you would say was a really, really good teacher? Like how many of them can you point to that you say like just – just and don't think too hard on it. Just Five like, or less. Okay, and the, and his answer, he said that, and that was my answer mm-hmm. was like one. One, mm-hmm. and he said that um, when he asked that question, typically it's in the four to five range mm-hmm. that people say. But one of the How ones sad is that. But no, I know. Well, and yeah. here's here's what I would say though. It's the, the question was who who do I who was important to me or who had an yes. impact on my life? Yeah, right, and just statistically how many people in general have it and it's what's important to me what did I value at that point in my life and that season of life that person made a difference so there are 95 teachers that maybe didn't make a difference to me outside of the knowledge they gave me but they but could have, have had a huge impact on someone else. I mean I was yeah. a relatively average student who had to work really hard for my grades maybe most of the teachers were geared towards and help people who were less than average and help them succeed. Yeah. I would never have access or, or have small, seen that. I went to a very small country school. You know, my graduating class was like 76 kids. Oh, wow. And yeah, it's, I can name one teacher that really had a big influence on me. Um, yeah. My junior high science teacher. There you go. Yeah. I would have been my high school. Uh, there was a math teacher. So it was amazing. One, the one that I threw out at Dan was Mr. McGarity at SWIC. He was a history teacher. And what made him fascinating to me, and for whatever reason, and it's not so much necessarily that it made a personal impact like he wanted to make me be a better man or anything like that, as much as it was just so incredibly fascinating, was I had him as a history teacher when 9-11 happened. Mm. He was an Irish immigrant to the United States, and he grew up in Ireland during the days of the IRA Mm -hmm. and the bombings and all the terrorism and everything going on over there. And so for the week after 9-11, every class period that we had with him, we would sit and we would talk about the IRA, the impact on Ireland, how domestic terrorism will change the nature and the social framework and the mindset of a nation and you know he and and when remember when when that all went down, they the TSA came in and locked down the airports for the first time because as you're talking about before, you could go to the gate, Free you could all. walk up, mm-hmm. you could go to the gate, and you could watch people. And he said that will not change. He said they're going to say that they're going to roll this back eventually and everything. He's like it will once not change it's once it's in mm-hmm. place, it will stay in place. Yep. 
And look at what happened. You know, then you had the shoe bomber guy that came along, and now we had to take off our shoes every time we go through the security and whatnot. That hasn't changed either. And it's one of those things that when that sort of an event takes place, it changes the framework of of the country. And it was just a really interesting class. It, it Through circumstance, it turned into a really interesting and class. And that sort of goes know? to my point earlier. Yeah. Had you had him at a different point in time. Any other different semester. He may have been just another teacher. Yep. Exactly. But that moment was his chance to like. And you'll remember that. Use that life experience mm-hmm. and like really drill it home. And it was interesting. Yeah. Now, did you get so. in high school? I don't remember the high school teachers using current events much for the education. Was that unique to me, or did you um, guys? We did that in our. Uh, uh, it wasn't a history class. It was a. Uh, what was the name of that class? I can't even think of it now. But we did do that um, in Mr. Deppie's class. I still remember my teacher's name, oddly enough. Um, it was it was like a current event, but we didn't call it that. It was something else. But that was the point of the class. Yeah, we okay. actually did did do that, and we would, you know, pick out stories from magazines and newspapers and things like that. And that's one of the things that you know, with Nick and us, Nick and I both being journalists, is that uh, you know, newspapers and education was kind of a big thing about five, ten, mm-hmm. you know, fifteen years ago. It should still be, um, it's not. you know, because nobody is learning news literacy. Nobody understands. The difference between a Facebook post and a legitimate news story. Mm-hmm. And that's frightening because like when, when I take and do research and put together, you know, whatever this, this package I'm putting together for this story and I put it out online, somebody that has just made it up in their basement in the Ukraine, their post looks exactly mm. the same as mine on Facebook. Yeah. There's nothing to differentiate. And, you know, now now we're getting all of these crazy fact-checking things that are going on these stories. But who's fact-checking the fact-checkers? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I mean, it's, you know, this is a slippery slope that we're in right yeah. now with social media. And I, sure. I know Nick doesn't want to go into the weeds on this, but what's going on with social media right now is There's some of it that, Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. You don't want to get into the politics I don't want to get into the politics of it, but, it, but the, the, the thing is, without getting into the politics of it, there are some significantly larger philosophical questions that have come up yeah. regarding the First Amendment, regarding, um, you know, as you put, news literacy, regarding information distribution that should be concerning to people, whether you're on one side of the political aisle or another or whatever your belief is. I mean, there, there's definitely some problems we're with no the longer. way things are going. And we're the thing is, we've been a very fractured society for a while, and we've all been living in our little news echo chambers. And the way things are developing, those echo chambers are just getting more, more and pronounced. more fractured and pronounced. Yeah. yeah. If you're someone, though, that grew up in this environment, I, I almost can't fault, I'll call them kids for back of letter term for lack of a better term, I don't know that they have been taught how to differentiate between different news sources or how to, and my concern with that is it, without being able to differentiate between opinions versus reporting, Mm -hmm. that line has been blurred, I think for a long time, people don't have the information they need to learn how to think critically. Oh, I agree. Oh, but but, but you know what I blame that on? And now we're really going to get into it. I blame that on our education system. We teach to the test. We don't teach for yep. real life. And I think if we would stop teaching for these standardized state-issued tests, 
where they only care more about the metrics of how many kids can get this percentile and all this kind of thing and started saying, hey, does this kid know how to like pay his taxes or you mm-hmm. know balance a checkbook or change a tire or write or, a resume or write a resume or you know mm-hmm. anything of that nature? I think if we started actually saying these are the benchmarks a kid needs to hit in terms of life skills, mm-hmm. how do we get there? And and critical thinking, I think, is a huge part of that because it's it it's one of those things you say, oh, I'm book smart, I'm not street smart. Well. What good does that do? You know, book book smart. What, but what I'm hearing is I was taught to the test. I wasn't taught to live. And I think we need but to start that's, thinking that's about teaching for these institutions is based, is based on, on. I know. And I would argue that teachers don't like that system. I, I think teachers like healthcare providers not. are put in this box. And when your sole evaluation is based on student success for which you are credited way more, I think, than what you should be because so much affects students outside of just the classroom education. Now, let's talk about that for a moment. So why are we in a situation where we're teaching to the test? If the teachers don't like it, then is it the administrator's fault? I don't think it's the administrator's fault because the administrators are well, I having. I think it's decades of legislation. Yeah. Therein lies the point. Yep. Mm-hmm. Government got involved in education. Government got involved with what it shouldn't be getting involved with, and now we're at the point where legislators in Washington and Springfield and whatever state capital you happen to live, you know, in whatever state you happen to live, it's capital. They all got involved in education when they shouldn't have been getting involved with education, and now we're having kids. That are, you know, maybe learning what they need to, you know, pass some state state mandated test. But again, they have no ability to live or think critically. Yeah. It's messed up. Well, we just <laughs> went down a really preachy road. We did. All based off it of her talking about, you know, people watching at airports. You're I mean, welcome. it just, it, it spiraled. Yeah. So. It's funny how our conversations do that. They do. Too. But it's much more highbrow when Pinky's here. It really is. Oh, wow. Class up the joint. <laughs> Let's be real. If you and I would have gone down a rabbit hole, somehow or another it would have resulted in some conversation about you, you know, washing your butt. Speaking well, of Pinky which. Pinky has a bidet. I know. But, okay. So, <laughs> Jeff sent me this picture. She knows. Of, well, I'm very concerned about what you're about to pull up on that no, phone. No. Jeff sent me this picture. Look at this freaking attachment for his sink. It's like a little attachment. I want to buy that. I don't, I don't hate that. Yeah. Like that. I don't hate that. And his whole thing is it would make washing his butt out in the sink a lot easier. And more enjoyable. Not quite how I would have <laughs> envisioned using See, that. You have, a pro- because you have a proper bidet. That little attachment that goes on your sink is probably more expensive than yeah. the $30 we paid for our bidet. Yep. Oh, no. I have a bidet. A listener gave me one. Yeah. My 635 millimeter. That's right. Have you installed it yet? Dude, if I take it apart, <laughs> I know it's not I know I'm going to have to call a plumber in cuz I'm going to loosen up some gasket or some washer. I yeah, I'm going to fuck things up. Let's then, be honest. And then your ex-wife's going to jump your ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's not going to jump his you ass cuz it's going to be filthy dirty. That's true. true. That's true. true. That's, That's true. a valid point. That's very true. Yeah. She'll just sick the attack cat on you. Oh, my God. Oh, my Look God. Look at my arms. I know. It was really funny. <laughs> I wasn't going to ask, but no, we, damn. We brought a cat home. Jeff, do you so have... wild. Do you have... Do you have to talk to us about something? Which thing? Have you been cutting yourself? It's with a cat. I've been using a cat <laughs> to self-mutilate. 
I mean, he, he it, it's weird. Like, every night, and I don't know why this is, he just goes nuts, like, right before bedtime. I told you, mm. cats are nocturnal. Yeah, I know. And uh, But he just loses shit. And, like, he does this, like, guttural, like, growl thing. And you hear him coming. It's like a cougar, like, charging wow. out of the bush at you. Yeah. Oh, he's ready for sex. <laughs> no, he's not. We cut his nuts off. Well, now he's pissed. Yeah. Now. Before he was You have answered your own question. Before he was ready for sex. Now he's You're like, pissed. he's so angry because, at night, and I don't know why. Because, oh, he doesn't have nuts. Yes. Because what did he... What does he do to you, Jeff? Okay. So he would... Pre... We needed to get him snipped quickly. And I really didn't think he was old enough for this. But he would bite the back of my wrist, and then he would turn around and try to mount my arm. Like he was going to dry hump my arm, and I'd have to toss him off, you know, like... And he'd... he'd come back and I'd have to throw him. Yeah, it, it was a whole thing. So getting him fixed was imperative because he was going to start spraying. Oh, look Do at you. you see what the, I'm using here? She's got her cigar oh, pick. Oh, Pinky's got a cigar pick. The boys bought me a cigar pick for Christmas and I'm in love. This was Nick's idea. I got to give him credit for this. I'm not going to act surprised by it. And it is really cool. <laughs> it is. Now, would you guys ever use one? What's that? Would you ever use the cigar okay, pick? Okay, I would use the one with the bullet. Because okay. it's, you know... Manly, yeah, Because yeah. I mean, even even as a female, this feels a little pretentious. Yours is a little bedazzled. I like it. I do like it. Well, guys, why don't we get into some Ask the Boys? Let's do it. All, All right. right. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You got to ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner. You got a question? You ask the Apa. Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. Well, it's time for Ask the Boys, so we have some questions here that we're going to get into. But it's not just the boys. Ask the crew? Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, the, you know, ask I'm, the pulpit. I, yes, we could do Ask the Pulpit. You're the one who came up with the Ask the Boys name, Jeff. Yeah. But that right. was when it was just boys. There's no need True. to change it. It's fine. I'm just saying. No, we want to be. I don't. I don't get. I don't we get wanna be, wrapped you know. around the axle about we stuff like we this. We want to be woke. <laughs> wrapped around the axle. <laughs> we want to be. woke. Oh, there's no one more woke than us. <laughs> we want to be woke. So we have pictures to prove it, right, Jeff? Oh, Damn straight. Not not with me. <laughs> I want it for the record. There's no photos involving me that show wokeness. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. All right. Well, you know. Okay. Our first call. By the way. Guys, call into the Ask the, the Boys hotline. Call area code 863-874-0000 and give us your questions. We need your questions, and it allows us to do the segment. So now that I've remembered to <laughs> include the phone number and everything, why don't we go ahead and get to our first call. Our first call has actually been sitting in the box since your last appearance. In the hopper, as it were. Wow. It's been in the hopper. And so I hope I can answer this question sufficiently well, to <laughs> And apparently I guess it must have, we we must have some sort of a time period cap on our voicemail and um you know so they called in so we we we're going to go through this cuz okay. I feel it's important. Hey guys, this is uh, Patsy from uh, Salina Kansas. Um I'm currently sitting on my boat here on Saturday afternoon. Uh just finished the Leather Rose by Deadly Tobacco. Um absolutely love that cigar. Um, I am, as you can tell, a uh, lady cigar smoker. I've been, uh, I was actually introduced by the president of our university and our provost and some of the guys. And I attended a cigar and bourbon event, uh, at our president's home, uh, last year. 
and I've been hooked ever since. And anyway, um, I have definitely gone full force into the cigar world, but as a a woman, um, I'm pretty alone. So when the wind is very windy out here on the deck, as I uh, wrap up my my leather robe. But um, anyhow, for Pinky, hey, uh, you go girl. I wish I was closer to you. Um, To date, I have not been able to uh, find any other women to uh, smoke with and enjoy cigars. Um, I'm actually in a situation where my husband um, does not enjoy cigar. I mean, he likes the aroma, but he will not uh, take on cigar smoking. Um, So it's it's one of those things where I kind of feel like I'm alone here. I sit on my deck alone and currently with my leather rooms and I'm uh, currently drinking Devil's Cut Bourbon. Um, it's just one of those things. Uh, I wish I had someone to smoke with. And, uh, but I have been exploring, and I, what I will say is my subtle walk, uh, people in Kansas City, the British person in Kansas City, is fully on board. He texted me pictures of some, uh, an order he got in from Derek State, uh, literally a, a bunch of Levos and things like that, and I'm extremely envious and ready to sit down on my deck or go over to Kansas City and try stuff with him and, and kind of go that direction. But um, I am a professional. I am the career services coordinator at our university here. Um, and I, I just I just like cigars. I will say that I took a pretty solid break from them earlier this year. I um, did suffer from COVID, and that pretty much ruined my palate for them for about two months. But I am full blown back into it and enjoying uh, trying to get my my palate back, trying to get my taste back, and so on and so forth. So it's getting really windy. I'm gonna... And that's where the voicemail cut her off that time. Okay. We have the second message where she continued. Well, let's play it. Okay. Hey, guys. It's uh, Patsy here in Kansas again. Um what, what I wanted to kind of conclude with saying is one of the things that's kind of been a barrier for me, I guess, is um, just trying to come out, so to speak, as a local. Maybe that is part of my barrier, but um, there's so many judgments on women who smoke cigars that it's just not one of the things that I have figured out, you know, who am I going to tell, who am I going to go out to, Um you know, you know that could be a barrier for me right now. Any suggestions y'all have regarding coming out of the closet, so to speak, as a lady cigar smoker, I and not being so-called judged or dealing with the judgment that comes with that, um, I would greatly appreciate. So it's uh, it, it's one of those things. I come from a non-smoking family. This is a total weird thing. My I, my grandfather died from emphysema. He wasn't a smoker. I've had friends. I have a good friend, a lady who died of lung cancer. She never smoked a day in her life. But, um, you know, I don't want to be looked at as, hey, you know, here you are smoking cigars and you're going to die of lung cancer. And I can't quite figure out a way to tell them. It's like, you know, you don't take it into your lungs. It's a flavor. It's like fine wine or craft beer. It's one of those things. But, um I'm still, you know, kind of a closet cigar smoker, so to speak, and it's something that I'm uh, I'm dealing with right now and a challenge that I have. So, 
Pinky, uh, message to you, girlfriend. I think it's uh, amazing that you've come as far as you have in such a short time. I'm a, about a year in and still am trying to. I enjoy the cigars, but just one of those things that uh, I'm trying to resort myself and come to the conclusion that it's okay. And smoke. So um, anyhow, that's kind of my story. It is what it is. So have a great weekend, and uh, let's call call it brothers and sisters and smoke, because that's what we are. Talk to you later, guys. Uh, thanks, Pinky, for your advocacy. Love it. Have a great weekend. Bye. She is very passionate about this. I yes. love that. She's my new best friend, and she just, <laughs> she just doesn't know it yet. Well, she's over in Kansas. That's not that you know, It's far. not that far. Okay. I'm already planning in my head. We're going to have a meetup. So, Patsy, you need to plan to meet us at the Kansas City Cigar Festival this year, if they're able to have it. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully they have knocking it. knocking on wood as we speak. Um, we'll, we'll drag Pinky. you got to come with us out there. And we will all sit down and have a uh, smoke together at Diebel's. Yeah, it's typically in September. And it's over a weekend, and Diebel's has their uh, their festival, and it's really cool. It's a one-day deal. Well, two-day if you buy the VIP ticket, but it's a one-day deal, and you get a lot of good cigars, and you get a chance to meet a lot of fun people. Well, here's what I want to say. I relate to so much of what she said. Oh, I can imagine so. Because um, I also, without giving away too much about myself, so I'm also in a professional capacity. Yep. Uh, in industries that are typically, uh, the, the roles are filled by men. Um, so I'm sort of always used to being, or generally used to being one of the few females. And so I feel that way also in the cigar community, but that's where the social media has been so helpful because it's not lonely and isolating because I see other ladies out there doing this. Now, um, I... I don't have any advice for her in the sense that because I'm also pretty closeted. I'm very health conscious in my real life. And I do think that there is a huge stigma. And I work very hard to be healthy. Well, and I'll say this. I'm an organic gardener. You know, I I take a lot of moringa powders and all these different Mm -hmm. things that I put in smoothies. And I grow my own organic kale and whatnot. But I love to smoke cigars. And, you know, it's not one of those. It's not one of those things where I don't. You know, no. Do I think a cigar is as bad for you as uh, you know a cig- as cigarette smoking is? No, absolutely not. Are there inherent risks? Yeah, and you know what? You weigh those and you moderate right. everything in your life, and that this is one of those things that you do that with. Well, and and she was talking about the stigma of being a smoker that people are going to look either look down upon you or like you know question how could you do that and everything like that. I get that. Even as a male, I mean, this isn't a female, okay. you know, centered thing. I mean, as a male, you know, everybody's like, it, it, it's just a societal thing that as a smoker, people are like, oh my God, you're a smoker. Why would you, you know, here's, here's my take on that. It's a little easier, I think, for guys because sure. it's perceived as like a, a, manly, a manly thing to do, mm-hmm. but it's, it's. Nonetheless, there's still that social stigma about smoking. So here's the thing. It sounds like Patsy's coming at it for more of a, like feeling a little shame. Like, I'm not sure how to tell people I do yeah. this. I'm, and I totally get that because I feel like to an extent I, that could be me. I flip it upside down. To me, it's very empowering. Mm-hmm. There are probably very few women that do this. And so I sort of feel honored to be part of, it's almost like a fight club to me. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's like, your, it's like in, your own little sorority. It is. Yeah. 
huh. of men, <laughs> mostly uh, men. Yeah, I would say. Um, but you but know, for so the it, sisters of the leaf, it's you know a sorority, obviously. It so. defi- yeah. definitely is definitely, and it's interesting. You're because just wanting to go back and join that sorority, aren't you, Jeff? You're really upset they drove you out. You know, I was part of Lambda Lambda Lambda. I tried to. Anyway, here's the th- if you know the password and the handshake, they can never kick you out as far right? as I'm concerned. Right. I mean, that's uh, um, so Patsy, I get it. I get it. And I I would love to see more events that are catered to or feel more inclusive. Of this this women. is where I was going to point something out. Kim? So if if I was Patsy, I would go to my local brick and mortar, whatever that might be. Yep. How, what, however close, you know, it Kansas, it could be an hour away. It could be five minutes away. It just depends on where you live in the state. But go to them and ask them to put together a ladies' night. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If six people show up, that's five more. It's almost you know. better if it's that size. Yeah. It's almost more intimate. You're right. Yeah. You know, and, and theoretically, every brick and mortar should have their, their, you know, however large contingent of female consumers. I will say, like, some shops are more, I don't know, female-friendly isn't, but like... Um, I notice more females in some shops than others. Like The Hill. Yes. The Hill has a ton of not only female staff members, but customers that come in yep. and everything as well. Whereas, like, maybe some other shops, um, you know, that I've been to before, maybe like Tinderbox in Fairview Heights. I don't know if I've ever seen a woman. In yeah, there. I can't say I have either. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. Like, you will see you will see women at The Hill and they're smoking. Yeah. But when I see women, like at Stanley's, the yeah. time that we've been down there. Yeah. It's normally they're there with, with someone the, that is smoking. With the guy or exactly. Yeah. But, but one thing, Patsy, I wanted to tell you, I have never seen a female walk into a cigar lounge and be excluded. Right. Oh, I, And it, it's no. almost the opposite of yeah, that. Yeah, it is it the is opposite defi- of that. That's been my experience. And this goes back to the very first time I was on the show and I talked about one of the things I appreciate most is the community. And it's not just speak. Yep. I mean, every place I've gone. So the difference would be, as a female, if I walk into a sports, I love professional football. I can talk about option plays, and I, I understand the game. But when I walk into a sports club where there's games on, I'm looked at differently, I'm treated differently, I'm talked to differently. I have not for one second ever felt that in a cigar community, where I walk in and somebody assumes I don't know something. Nope, it has always been very inclusive and welcoming. That's yeah. awesome. Um, which, again, to me, I just try to flip it and say I feel empowered that I'm honored to belong to a community um, where there's not as many females, but I, I see that changing. That's, yeah. that's growing. No. Oh, absolutely. And it should. You know, this is there. There's a reason that we all like to do this. It's very calming. It's very relaxing, and I don't think that's just male only by there, any means. There is no, an untapped market. I will tell you right now. There's an untapped market. There are stay-at-home moms that need to be <laughs> cigar smokers. Yeah. <laughs> when the pandemic hit, and my girlfriends and I were texting each other at 10 a.m. with pictures of our drinks that we were drinking because yep. yep. we were locked at home for 14 days straight. Um, there, there, for anybody who's paying attention on the marketing side, there's a there's a niche market out there mm-hmm. for stay-at-home moms who want to closet or maybe even openly smoke cigars. I, I'm very confident of that. I remember when Kristen and I first started dating many, many years ago. And I brought up her having a cigar with me, and she's like, "I'm not. I'm never going to do that." Yeah. Now look at her. Yeah. Now she's got her. 
Now she's basically already... Basically her own humidor going well, with the, for the God's leather sake, rose. And, she's married you, she's divorced you, and now she's smoking cigars with you. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> it's been a wild ride. I, yeah, that's one way of But remember, it. this yeah. goes back to the text I sent you recently. So we received our first like cigar magazine or, yes. or something in the mail. Yep. And I've purchased 99% of the cigars in our household. And this magazine was addressed to my husband... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I just and again, I don't get I don't get tore up about that. I spend zero energy upset about that stuff. But yep. I did text you guys because I thought it's just it it's just unusual. goes to show it, it is. is. Yeah. Well, so. I just still don't know how you even got that because you've made no orders from the company. No, so somebody never sold somebody sold your information. Now, who was that? It, but it, theoretically, but like, it would have been my, unless my husband maybe he buys underground cigars that I don't know about. I would say maybe I don't know. <laughs> this I, opens up a whole other kid. I would think he would be very open about his cigar purchases. Yeah, you go downstairs and you pull the book off the shelf and the wall opens up. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, but no, but uh, see, Patsy talked about that. How her husband doesn't yeah. smoke cigars and everything, and, and and yours, he hasn't of a, a few. Like he has some, right? But not oh, like for sure. But like, he's he's not as full on into it no. as, as you are. No. Well, he's got allergies, and he's got yeah. some other minor health conditions that I think just maybe don't Prevent. feel as great the next he day. Just, or he two. just yeah, and it's so better. he likes the act yeah. of it. But I would say he's not like the as soon as I'm done smoking the next day, I'm fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You but know, he'll, he'll continue. It, he'll smell it for a couple days, okay. and and the the work that he does, he's just very nervous that other people might also. Smell that on him too. Yeah. Yeah. And and Patsy, there's one other thing I want to mention. If you can't make it to Deebles for the Kansas City Cigar Fest, um, the Weston Cigar Festival yes. is uh just a, what, a month later? It's like yeah, like a month later. And yeah. it's um a little bit more of a wild time it, than Deebles, but I'll tell you what, it's it's an amazing time. So yeah. and the food. Yep. The food that Corey Frisbee puts out at the Weston Tobacco Festival can't be beat. Yep. I'm I'm upset that we had to miss it in 2020, but I'm I am looking too. forward to it in 2021. Well, and uh, so, Patsy, look both of those festivals up, and if you can make it to one or the other, we usually try to go to both. I'm not saying, you know, with this wild and crazy year that we're coming into that we're going to be able to do that, but we're going to try, and if we can, we'll sit down and have a cigar with you. There we go. And one more comment for Patsy. I'm jealous of the way she came into cigar smoking when she described the president provost of the university invited her it was like a a cigar and bourbon event now i don't dislike how i came into it right we had a cigar fairy who dropped off very nice okay so (laughs) i was like wait a minute they're very different experiences but pats you should be very proud that that's how you sort of got initiated into this because that that's a cool story i like hearing you had the covid you know experience Mm-hmm. The, uh, Which I wouldn't change. The wouldn't sitting change. on your back porch, but yeah. Right. So. But it's interesting. Okay. We had very different initiations into mm-hmm. the industry, but we're both, we both can relate to a lot of the same issues. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. Hey, Patsy, thanks for calling in. And that Patsy, the last I thing I would say is there's absolutely nothing better than a woman smoking a cigar. Too creepy. Way to make it weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to move on to the next call. Hey guys, this is Teddy, uh, IG Teddy Gorilla. Teddy. Uh, quick question. If you had a wish to smoke in any actual location, this can't be a, this can't be a fictional location, any actual location in the world, outside the world, doesn't matter. If you had a choice to where you can smoke a cigar at, where would that place be? And why do you choose that particular place? 
So hope you enjoy the question. Again, guys, stay blessed, stay smoky, and again, have a happy new year and all that other good crap. Bye. Other good crap. Hey, Teddy, I love him. So I'm going to field this one. Okay. I've always said that it would be Nancy Pelosi's office, but now it feels too soon. Okay. Um, (laughs) Where would I want to have a cigar? You know, uh, you know, you just let that go. I thought that would get a little more bitterness nah, out of you. Nah, I'm gonna let that one slide. <laughs> just let that and, one uh, lay there and die. Let the Capitol Police come and investigate you. <laughs> I was nowhere close. Although one of the guys in the pictures looks like my neighbor. Okay, so um, I'm gonna say I haven't been down there in a long time, but based upon what I remember, I think it would be a lot of fun to sit out and have cigars there. Key West. Go down to Key West. Get like find one of those like open air, you know, kind of bars. Uh get the get the margaritas, get that sea breeze rolling in, get that nice, nice weather, Ooh. and just fire up the stogie and have have a margarita and sit back and just let the world go by. I think that would be a lot of fun. No, that would be great. Cuba. Yeah, I feel like I you and I would Cuba. get involved in an international incident. Oh, in it's likely, but I want to go smoke a cigar in Cuba. It's, it's on the bucket list. The whole locked up abroad thing just doesn't fascinate doesn't me at you. all. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm soft. Oh, Billy. Very soft. It would end poorly. It would break you. It would break you. He, they, <laughs> would, they would be trading him for Turkish cigarettes. Yeah, yeah it'd be bad. Passing him around. Anyway. Mine would be on... A cruise ship in the cigar lounge. So oh. my husband and I are avid cruisers. Oh, which okay. Who knows with COVID now if that's even going to be a thing after this. But we've always admired from a distance the cigar lounge on the cruise ships. Ooh. They have specific areas where you can go smoke. And it's outside of like the nice um, high class bourbon bar. Yeah. I've always been super intimidated and knew nothing about it. And so now that I've got this new life, I am you're like ready to go. Set and ready. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be cool. Do you have a legit spot, Jeff? I or said Cuba. You... Oh, okay. I mean that. I thought you were still <clears throat> just... You know, they arrested... I think they arrested that guy that broke into Nancy Pelosi's office. Um. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. All right. Well, next question. Hey, guys. It's Jacob again. Jay Walker 95. Or Jacob. Reviews by Jacob. Um, just had one for Gator. Gator, let's hear another conspiracy theory oh, that shit. Oh. people may or may not know about. Thanks, guys. Oh, man. Keep what? it up. Jacob. You've just set us up for all <laughs> kinds of problems. Jeff, watch it. <laughs> well, there are limits of where I want to go. I can tell. <laughs> you should know that prior to us starting to record, the two gentlemen got in lighter fights with each other. <laughs> so we, Nick might be threatening with the, uh, the, the blowtorch again. I'm ready. Let's go. All right. So anyway, <laughs> conspiracy theory time, Jeff. Uh, I felt like a Jedi there for a minute. Okay. The lighter. Answer the man's question. I don't remember what it was. He wants to hear a conspiracy theory from you. Oh, it, dude, that's the problem. There's no, there's no, there's nothing left. Yeah, there's nothing left. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's no, all become real. At this point, it is getting really <clears throat> wacky. Yeah. What about this alien thing where the FBI or somebody has confirmed that the aliens landed? Oh, that's too real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jacob, I have. 
tried now to give you three or four different things. <laughs> you piece of shit. And Nick has deleted all of them. Am I lying? I'm I'm employed by the Rothschilds. And the Gettys. And the Gettys. Yeah. Colonel Sanders before he went tits up. It's where I get my paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered. <laughs> I had no idea. So, yeah. Anyway. So, anyway. Apparently, I've been censored from all my conspiracy theories by the bishop. Moving on. Next question here. Pinky, you watched it go down. Hey, guys. It's uh, Noah from Wisconsin. Hey, Noah. Uh, Instagram handle, Mr. Z49. I was just hoping that this new year brings you both uh, wealth and happiness and that Gator could get off of his ass and watch The Sopranos, the greatest show of all time. Yes, it, it insists on itself. My question this week is, what would who would make up your zombie killing team? Friends, celebrities, dead or alive. Keep up the good work, guys. Talk to you later. Okay. Can I start? Yeah, Please? I'm sure you have your zombie killing team all like set and ready well, in okay. your mind. So it's it, Nick's going to be there. Um, there's also Norman Reedus because okay. even if he didn't know how to me. use that crossbow, he's learned by now after these ten years on The Walking Dead. So Norman Reedus has got to come. Blaze has got a bag of math, so it's always a party. Number two. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know that that's part of the conspiracy on there, right? What? He pulls out a bag of drugs, and it's like prescription drugs. It's stuff that he's found. On the show. Yes, on the show. Okay. And the bottom of the bag is <laughs> full like, of blue meth, and that's one of the conspiracies that is the, is that breaking the blue meth universe. caused the apocalypse. Okay. So it's all Walter White's fault. Yes. Okay. Have you not? There's actually theories out there about all right. that. Well, anyway. anyway. So, yeah. Anyway. Which sort of answered the question from before. It's true. It all ties together. So wait a minute. So so far, your zombie team is me, which surprises me. I need somebody to push out in front of me. Ah, there we go. I'm the meat shield. (laughs) And then there's Norman. Nick, you cannot deny your meat shield. Oh, in all fairness, I'm not making it too far in the zombie apocalypse. I know that. I know that. (laughs) I mean, you can hate on Gator for saying that, but there's a lot of truth and logic. I'm not making it too far. Which are not two things I normally use to describe I'll just hold Nick by the hoodie and use it. (laughs) Son of a bitch. Okay. Well, all right. Anybody else? You might want earplugs because that AR is pretty loud. (laughs) I'm going to be using your shoulder to balance it, so you might want to put Anybody some else? in. What's that? I think the three of us have got it. Okay. I think Pinky's always welcome. But I think she can handle herself. Who's on your zombie Thank killing you. team? I have one member of my zombie killing team. Who's this? Betty White. Yeah. She's immortal. She's a badass. She'll bring those alligators from that movie. That's true. I am convinced that it's we like need classic. to <laughs> stop with the Chuck Norris memes and replace it all with Betty White. Betty White? Ooh, I don't know. Chuck Morris might come and kick your ass for that. You know, you I'll know just who, I'll have Betty White to defend. She's that's immortal. True. You know who that's Chuck true. Norris isn't going to kick? Who? Betty White's ass. Yeah, mm-hmm. Not going to do it. Amen. I mean, okay. He, he knows his boundaries. Okay. Um, I have to go with Arnold. Arnold? Yeah. He's turned into a gooey liberal out in California. Dude, whatever. He took on the Predator. Not for reals. He took on the Predator. Hey, if nothing else, we'll drive around in his Humvee smoking cigars and having a good time until it ends. Well, that's one way to approach it. Yeah. 
Because, again, my role in the zombie apocalypse, evidently, is nothing more than meat shield. <laughs> so do I want to be Do I want to be a meat shield for you or for Arnold? I Nick wanna, is embracing gonna, his passive go role. Da- yes. go down as the meat shield for Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> you know? I mean... We're going to put that on your headstone. There you go. Meat <laughs> shield for Arnold. Have you watched any of The Walking Dead at all? Yeah. I stopped watching when What's-His-Face bashed out What's-His-Face's head with a bat. It was actually two. He killed two. Yeah, whatever. Uh, that, Glenn. That was a bit much. That that was, for whatever reason, that was the line for me. That was brutal. That was I, graphic. I just, Have I you seen it? I really no. wasn't a fan. And and I just was like, okay, you know, I think I'm done. I think I've watched enough of yeah. this. They, they, went, a little, they went a little long with Negan after that, and then the walkers... Or the uh, Whisperers is getting a little long, too, I think. Okay. Well, now that we've reviewed The Walking Dead. But it all ties back into the comic book, so I thought you'd be all in. What a great question. I thought that was very revealing. It was good. I like it. All right. We'll do do one more here. Hey, Cigar Pulpit. This is Christian calling from Connecticut. I'm not on the socials, but I'm known here as the Big Polka. Wishing you guys a happy uh, 2021 and helping uh, at least me get through 2020. Uh-huh. The uh, podcasts nice. really help with the commutes and all the craziness and the crappiness of 2020. So thank you guys for keeping 2020 smoky and classy. Thank you for listening. So I got a question for the two of you. Just uh, curious. Uh, hold on. Let me read it really quick. I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a second. Oh, he's a listener. I'm picking up what he's throwing down. I love it. So I'm looking at my note here I wrote down. What made the both of you decide to become business owners? Curious to know. And then a follow-up question is, do you guys have any regrets? Thanks, guys. Keep on posting the great podcast you guys are releasing weekly. And keep smoky. Stay classy. That was awesome. My regret is uh, my vow of poverty that yeah. went along with it, but mm-hmm. you know, such is life. Yeah, that ties into being a journalist. <laughs> yeah, but um, as for the the why we st- or why I started a business, um, so I had a, a regular stable job with the uh, People's Republic of Illinois up until April of 2014 when I was a budget cut, and I spent the better part of a year searching for work. And those of you who were looking for work during that period of time um, probably remember that the economy was uh, not what it is and not what it was recently during that period of time. And so jobs were not very easily found. And so for me, it really came down to, um, to borrow a line from Liam Neeson, I have a certain particular set of skills and I know how to do things. And so I just went ahead and started doing it and hoping that somebody would eventually give me money for it. Yeah. So that, that's where I came along. I, you know, I I actually said this on social media to somebody recently because they were, they were grinding on me about, um, I was talking about how I couldn't find employees right now because, you know, in, in part because of the extra money going to unemployment and whatnot, yep. it's it's almost impossible for an employer to hire someone because they're not going to take less if they can make more on unemployment. Exactly. And I understand that. You know, I mean, that's just that's just common sense. You're not going to give up more money to take less money. And so my friend was grinding on me about that. And I told him, I said, 
you know, small business owners aren't rich. We're just people that had a dream that often turn into their own financial nightmare. And there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Depressing, but truth. It is. Yeah. I, I think opening a business is kind of like buying a boat. Your two best days are the day you buy and the day you sell it. Hmm. That's insightful. If you get the opportunity to actually sell it. Uh-huh. If anybody wants your you know broken sunk If anybody boat. actually <laughs> wants to give you money for it. So. So, yeah. So, there you go. Yep. But I would say you both have the personality to be self-employed. Oh, yeah. No. I'm spoiled at this point. Like, yeah. I, I'm wrecked. It would be like, so hard to go back to, go to back. work. I don't yeah. know if I could work for another person. I mean, I say that. I mean, you get you do what you got to do. But, like, realistically, <clears throat> I don't know if I could ever be happy working for somebody else at this point. Well, and you that know? was part of my problem, um, you know, working for corporate America is you watch them do something just so stupid. And you sit there and you're like, why are, why are we going to spin our wheels and waste our time on this? But you have to because it's the corporate initiative. Exactly. And that was that was part of the reason that I wanted to go do my own thing is that I thought I could do it better. And in some cases I have and some I haven't. But that's all part of owning a business. It's it's the way it is. It is. So, well, guys, that's been this week's Ask the Boys. If you have uh, other questions for the pulpit, Make sure you uh, give us a call at the hotline, area code 863-874-0000, and get those questions into us. I want to point out, too, get questions in for Pinky. We're going to try to get her on here more often. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You need to be a regular part of this. Oh, thanks, guys. Aw. Well, why don't we give away some cigars? Let's do it. All right. Well, it's time for the weekly giveaway where we give away a pack of Martinez cigars from our friends over at Martinez Cigars. Guys, you want these sticks. You want I'm these telling sticks? you, if you haven't tried Martinez yet, if you don't win, you need to go order some because so you want these cigars. You sign up by getting onto our email newsletter list, and you do that just by Big heading over. Big plans for the newsletter. Exactly. Heading over to CigarPulpit.com. And just uh, there's a little pop up that comes up. Just sign up for the newsletter. And once you do that, then you'll uh, be in the running and you'll be able to win. And as long as you're on the list for the newsletter, then, you know, you'll be in the running for prizes. And this week's winner, all you have to do is reach out to me by Monday of the following week. Just send me an email at nick at cigarpulpit.com. Just telling me I'm the winner and give me your mailing address and we will get those uh, sent out to you soon. Which, by the way, for anybody who has previously won in the last eh, month or so, um, post office sucks. And I've kind of been sitting on um, some packages because um, uh, we know that everything's getting delayed. And it's kind of it's causing issues. So um, I have been told that maybe by about mid-month in this month, uh, the post office should kind of like start easing up a little bit. So the plan is to get all prizes sent out like um, ASAP in the next week or so. Okay. So anyway, this week's winner. Oh, wait. Uh, Jeff had been doing a uh, drum roll. I don't know if he's going to. Mike Morgan. Mike Morgan. Mike. All right, Mike. All you got to do is just uh, send us an email telling us that you're the winner, and we will get those cigars sent to you right away. So anyway, that's uh, that's the weekly giveaway. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, let me ask you real quick. How do folks reach out to us on the socials? 
I am on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit. You were on Instagram at Naked Gator, N E K K I D Gator. That's me. And Pinky is on Instagram at Pinky Smoke Cigars. I do. Yep. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. You can reach out to us through cigarpulpit.com on the Ask the Pulpit page. And then, obviously, we need your questions for the uh, Ask the Boys segment, so or Ask the Pulpit, whatever we want to call it. And it's uh, area code 863-874-0000. I have a question. Okay. Jeff, do you know the phone number for Ask the Boys? I couldn't repeat it back to you. <laughs> just wondered. <laughs> no, I just zone out through that. I'm not contractually obligated to know that. <laughs> We signed the contract before he added that line. Okay. Yeah. That'll be the addendum. That was an addendum to the whole situation. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, Ah. Gator planned the show today, so I just wondered if he also knew. Oh, Gator didn't plan anything. (laughs) He didn't plan shit. He didn't plan shit. (laughs) I had a a whole other sugar dip cigar picked out. Yeah. But we covered that. We we did. We covered that. Nick chastised me over it, and he acquiesced to what you wanted. I see how it is. That's generally how things go in my life. I mean, do you blame me? No, not at all. Okay, I was going to say, come on now. Not at all. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So, coming up on Friday. Yes. We mail and whatnot issues. Um, We did not get our uh, My Monthly Box, but we will be uh, opening that up and smoking a selection from it. Yes. Coming up on Friday's show. And yes. what is My Monthly Cigars? My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service where you can get a box of cigars sent to your door every month. Uh, they come in a variety of sizes. We get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. They also have the uh, El Presidente, which is eight cigars for $50. And it's two of everything that's in the Robusto box. And both of those are covered by the MSRP guarantee, which states that the uh, value of the cigars in the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. And if you use offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T, that gets you free shipping on your first box, or it gets you 20% off any of the items in Nick's online store over at MyMonthlyCigars.com, because he has an online store with uh, cigars and accessories and other fun stuff. There you go. MyMonthlyCigars.com. Cool. Anything else going on, guys? Any other questions on the table? There is one. So, How's your knee? <laughs> How's your knee? My knee's pretty good. I don't know why that would be. A, did, are we referencing to my falling on the ice? Or no. is it you son of a Oh, bitch? wait. That's what I was referencing. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Eh, but you just didn't I know. Just <laughs> Roped into something. <laughs> oh my god! There's an inside joke. Here. Oh my god! <laughs> Come on, yeah. Nick, fill in the nope, listeners. Nope, 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 nope. For That's the record, okay. I was asking because you <laughs> fell on the ice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you have no idea. You stumbled just your way. How awkward this you is. Stumbled your way into something, and you have absolutely no idea what you stumbled your way into. Also, and the it's story amu- of my life, and it's amusing, but. It, took, oh, it rocked me. It rocked me. I'm sitting here. I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. Dave from Martinez is laughing his ass off <laughs> yeah, right now. I bet he is. Because he knows the joke. Because he does know the joke. Yeah. Um, anyway. So what was your, you said you sounded like you had one final thing. I did. <laughs> you are shook. Oh, my God. Visibly. Um, ask it now? Visibly shook. Well, yeah. So, like, Jeff and I want to know. So this is the first time you've been back since November. Um 
we 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 want to get into a more regular groove. So so what kind of a what kind of a frequency can we plan on here? Oh wow! Because like I would say that weekly, realistically, knowing you is probably a little much of a commitment. It's a lot of a commitment. It's a lot of a commitment. You well, know, considering you're, I have you're zero, very, zero commitments right now. Very busy individual. Well, yeah, right now. But see, that's the thing. I don't necessarily want to plan for COVID, you know, pinky, as much as we need to be planning. We for, need all time pinky. For post-COVID yeah. pinky, you know. So it's like. I um, think once, once a month. Okay. Uh, we'll take that. that. Okay. We, we, can, okay. we can start with once a month, okay. you know. <laughs> well, well, I mean, you know, let's be real. Yeah, Jeff he, and I, he also started one show a week with me, and now we're doing two. <laughs> Because you know how he did it? He told me, we're going to record one ahead, and that way we'll have one in the can in case we can't get together. And then he immediately posted it and said, okay, now we have to do two do a week. One. No. That's exactly you how You want to know went how down. it went. No. Here's what really went down. He's lying. I'll tell you about the knee now. Here's what <laughs> what really <laughs> went down. I don't want to know about the knee. <laughs> it, well, you probably don't, actually. Um, what really went down was you and I went to the Weston Tobacco Festival. We recorded a ton of interviews at that. Good interviews, too. And it was at the point where if we were continuing to do it in a weekly fashion, yeah, every Friday, weekly fashion, we would have been talking about that festival a month after Mm. the fact that after it went down. Fair enough. And it was kind of one of those, rather than stretch out one event for an entire month, Let's like, you know, put these out. Let's get these out while they're fresh. Yeah, but then it didn't stop. And then it just didn't stop. Yeah. It's a very different story than the one Gator just spun. It's I had a legitimate reason for doing it. No, when it. when we recorded it though, that's how he sold it to me. But I had okay. a legitimate but reason. But then it for turned it. out to be a whole different thing. I made an executive decision. But Gator, I, I like how you I act like you've got five hundred million other things you would be doing. <laughs> and I'm not sure that's the case. No, realistically, he'd be laying on his couch. <clears throat> yeah. He, he admits that. Oh, he yeah. Admits that. Freely. Freely admits that it's just a lazy factor. Although I've been more spry today than I've been in years. Yeah, what, I have ca- noticed what caused that? that? What's that? What caused that? I you slept know. well last night. I did. Night. I slept really well last night. He's been well talking about night. that all yeah. morning. I had a good night's sleep. Yeah. Got some good oxygen yep. to the brain. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nick's knee buckles now and then. <laughs> Light you on fire. I just retro inhaled, but not uh, on purpose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I very nearly singed arm hair there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you need to you need to learn the trick that I've done recently. What's that? So I did something. I bought something right before Christmas, and I never do that because I'm worried. Like, oh, I'll also get it for Christmas, but I didn't tell my husband I bought it. But then he noticed I bought something. Which I, I'm surprised he noticed. And then when he asked me about it, he, well, what about those shoes you're wearing? How long have you had those? I set the car alarm off. So <laughs> I did the trick too. He's like, wow, why is this? So nice. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. Trick of the trade right there. I like it. That's a good idea. <laughs> That'll work maybe one or two more times. Then at that point, he'll realize that the car alarm's going off every time he asks you about something. <laughs> yes. And he'll start to really wonder, like, <laughs> gotta take that car in. Yeah. Gosh darn it. It's like something's up here. Something is wrong. Anyway. Uh, well, it's been so nice having you on the yes, show. Yes, it's been it fun. Really has. Same. I always enjoy it. I do. Well, good. Well, guys, if you have questions for Pinky, make sure you get those into the Ask the Boys hotline because she's at least committed to every month now. Yay. We and got, I have really, have her on record. I have enjoyed uh, the follows. The page is getting on Instagram. That's and awesome. And the people that have messaged me because they know I have of a little, me. I have a little gripe with you. 
Uh oh. Uh oh. I took a really cool cigar picture of you at I know. Lit Cigar mm-hmm. Lounge. Mm-hmm. It hasn't made it up on the page. I know. It's it's more revealing than I. You can't know. tell. Who, there's no. It's, you can't see your face. It's a good picture. It's a really good it picture. It is. It is a cool picture. And the little video I made of it too. Yes. I made. Yeah. I I yes. played a little bit with the live photo. It is very cool. I'm I'm just saying I'm waiting for that I, picture to come up because I, I think know. I think the listeners will love it. They would. And you say revealing. It's not revealing. No, not like in a sexual way, but no. it's it's indicative I think you can tell who I am. It's very it's me. <laughs> well yeah, but no nobody, nobody knows me. No. <laughs> it's true. I don't think anybody I don't think anyone would put two and two together like you think they will. Could be, you know. I also think a little you, anonymity uh, overestimate our local audience. Yes, <laughs> it, it could be. Yeah, and but you know what? If be. they do, they do. Could be. I'm just gonna wear like a, a Mardi Gras masquerade there mask you go. to like all of these cigar things. We're gonna oh yeah, attend. that will get you attention. But guys but, love that. But then they can post pictures, and nobody knows who I am. It's true, but you know what I'm saying, guys. Why are you looking like that? I don't know. I feel like there's a, like, a direct, I'm like feeling like I'm in the middle of a very direct confrontation. Going guys, <laughs> okay, guys dig chis- chicks in like Mardi Gras masks. Like that's a thing. And with you smoking a cigar, yeah, you'll be the life of the party in any lounge you go to. I guarantee you. Which implies I'm not right now. I'm just kidding. Well, I'm just we're not kidding. in a lounge I'm right not, now. But I'm not. Yes, At I all? think the the mask is going to take you up a couple of points. You might you as well playing the piano. That's true. I didn't miss that. You might as wear as, as well wear like the little deer ears or a set of horns because that's another thing that guys really do. Oh, yeah. what? Not my hell? style. Like Halloween? Yeah, gear. Yeah, not my style. What kind of fetishes do you have? <laughs> oh, dude, you know some of them. Speaking of revealing <laughs> cat ears, I know. Yeah, you know some of them. So. The cat ears. So yeah. Yeah, maybe that'll be my my shtick. I'll wear okay. the. Oh, yeah. I'm Trust me, here. that will get you all the attention on Instagram <laughs> that, that you so desire. <laughs> or don't. Or don't. Yeah. Yeah. It is a vi- I will give you 100% credit on that. It is a cool picture. It is a really neat it picture, is. and it's got the smoke dancing. And yes. That's, you know, that's one of the things I'm known for with my Instagram photos. I was with her when she created the page. There was some legitimate discussion about using that photo um, for like a profile photo and now, whatnot. And you know what the beauty of it is a profile is? a bit too much. Let me say this. How do you blow up a profile picture and look at it on Instagram? You can't. Exactly. You can't. That's why that would be a perfect profile uh, picture for you. Genius. Genius. I'm saying. And then everybody would get to see it, but just Not as a thumbnail. Yeah. yeah. My God. You had right. admit, that was a cool picture. It is. It's very now cool. Now she's thinking about it. Very cool. So. Yeah. I, I, I put my uh, artistic <laughs> skills to work that night at the lounge and I thought I was really happy with that picture. Yes. He's just bragging. You should. It was I'm a good, a good picture. photographer. Yes, you, you are. are too. You yes. I mean, not like my level, but <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you good. Know. Good in your own right. Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> I mean, there we go. I, I, I am a nationally like prized, award-winning photographer. You know that, right? I mean, you know, I really am. <laughs> Pinky's looking at me like, are you blowing smoke up my ass? I can't. No. Mm. no, I have national awards for my photos. Based on the Instagram ones I've seen, I would believe that. Now, the photos I'm talking about, though, are, are news photos, Rex, sure. fires, you know, <laughs> hostage situations, things of that nature. So, am I lying, Nick? 
just going to keep my mouth shut over here. You can't even that, acknowledge that is it, an admission of it is. that is an admission because if it wasn't true, I know, he'd be I know, on that. I know. Yeah, yes, mm-hmm. he just doesn't want to admit it. No, occasionally I can pull my head out of my ass and do something cool. This nuts. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I miss him. Uh, I know. That was Christian. Oh, you remember Christian? I remember he's. Yep. I like that guy. I like every once in a while. And he guess. and I share a birthday. If you'll you remember. Do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. So we're sitting at Riverman. And it was so the night I felt so bad going, for him. I did too. <laughs> the night going into my birthday. And we're yep. sitting around uh, with Dan and the whole crew. It was such a fun night. I always remember that. And you guys were so nice to sing happy birthday. And then I like, wasn't there. I went and, home. Okay. An hour tired. later, we realized, oh my God, it's Christian's birthday too. And he didn't see An it. hour. It was the next oh, day was the next for me. Day. Yeah. The yeah. poor guy's oh. It was there, at like, the freaking Riverman event. He didn't event. say anything. And like, he didn't say anything. He's just sitting there. And like, we're even singing it in like Spanish and everything. And and the next day we're at the at the Riverman at the event, event, and that's when it came up that yeah, because you texted was, me um, that it was Christian's birthday it was Chris, too. Christian's birthday, and we're like, oh my god, oh. it was his birthday last night when we were singing. See, that's Pinky. a sign of a good dude, though. <laughs> you know, like someone yeah. who didn't need the spotlight, didn't. It was somebody like, that was steaming mad over getting the wrong <laughs> food at dinner. That's true. He did. He get the was. Wrong food. He got oh shanked the whole weekend. Aww. Yeah, yeah. Dave, Dave Rivera shanked him. Oh yeah. When we were at uh, the the uh, mm-hmm. where did we go? That was, uh, um, the Italian place. Yeah, yeah, it's on the hill. Um, Zia's. Yeah, we went to Zia's for dinner, and he didn't really want to eat dinner, and so Dave was like, "Dude, they invited us out. You gotta, you're being rude. You gotta eat something." So he said, "Fine, I just want some shrimp." So then Dave orders him freaking like <laughs> just like mastacholi and red sauce, and so they bring out this mastacholi and set it down, and he just looks at it. He goes. It doesn't look like shrimp. <laughs> and then the whole rest of it, he's just like, I asked for shrimp. You got me macaroni. And like so many Spanish swear so words I go flying down on that. We're, we're all I mean, it was, like, it was like visceral. I mean, that dude was swearing him up and down. And go, like, there were a couple that I definitely picked out. <laughs> I go to walk past the car that like, all the guys from Martinez are in. And it's, to head to lit. We the were living there to go okay. to land. Windows up. I could hear them screaming in the oh. car. <laughs> so Krista was not happy about the lack of shrimp. It was so it funny. Was great. <laughs> it was so awkward. I love it. it was I really do like funny. awkward. Yeah, I know you do. I thrive on it. You do. Yeah. So. Well, anyway, well, Pinky, thank you so much for joining us. We That's will see it. you again. Uh, Maybe next month. In a month. Yeah. I hope so. It's yep. so much fun when it you're is. on. We have you a good do time. class up the joint. Well, and again, you. I just want to point out that we uh, were smoking the um, Torpedo Sweet Lips from Tabanero Cigars. Down in Ybor City. Down in Ybor Tampa. City. Jeff took his uh, literally down to the very end of the, the At one point, the I was pinching the edge, trying to hold on, and it was burning my fingers, but it was so good. There you go. Yeah, good cigars. It's pinky approved. There you go. I'd smoke it again tomorrow. There you go. Now, you know, you know what we need to do? What's that? We need, if Pinky's going to be a regular on the show, we need to talk to Martinez about adding a stick to the line. Oh, we need my. the Pinky. The pink stick? Yep. The pink lady? It could be a sweet tip. Could be. I wonder if they do that. I don't know if they do that. I don't know. Dave, you should let us know. Yeah. So No pressure. How so, hard could yeah, it be? No to pressure at all, Dave. Sweet tip of cigar. Yeah, I mean. I don't know I what don't the know. extra process is. I'm going to guess it's one of those things that we assume is super easy. 
it may it not be. Is yeah. not. Maybe not. It probably is not. It's probably one of those things that poor Christian's going to end up having I to have do. an idea. <laughs> this <of> nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More Spanish profanity. Or as Nick calls it, Latin. You know, <laughs> it. Well, never mind. We'll just, we'll move on. <laughs> yeah, it's a reference back to a former show. Oh, good times. I, anyway, what? You were saying something. Oh, no, I have a really cool idea for your cigar, and I'll tell you off air just so we don't give it away, because okay. it may or may not be something you'd like, but it's something I think would be really good. Okay. And so. I think you would enjoy it. Okay. So there I'm you go. Ears. I have a blend idea. There you go. Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. And Pinky. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. Pinky, let me tell you about Nick's knee. No. <laughs> <laughs>